The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome to The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website, guildhallwealth.com. Welcome, everybody. We're going to talk about real money, gold, silver, some natural fancy colored diamonds, and uh, what's been going on this week. We're going to talk about some geopolitics, get into the gold and silver market, what's been happening, what we expect to happen. My name is Jeremy Wiseman. I'm joined by Jerry Karaya. Jerry, we've checked in a little bit throughout the week. I've come into your office and said... Let's just take a pause. Hello. Uh, yeah, enjoy the moment like, because it's it's been quite busy and, and that's always a nice thing. But uh, how have you been? Just catching my breath, Jeremy. But ultimately, very good. Um, had a great week and hope everyone had a great week as well. So let, let's get right into it. Let me ask you um, your opinion here. The geopolitics of what's happening, this Ukraine situation, which we'll, we'll, we'll dive into a little bit more uh, throughout the show. But is... Are we to look at this in a binary way? What we're seeing in the gold and silver market is directly related to that at this moment in time. Your thoughts, your opinion. Well, we always have to, you know, judge the the, the headlines for what they are. Just you know, knee jerk reaction. We have to really sift through the headlines before we make a judgment. I think it's very important. I think over the last few years, we come to learn that we have to discern discern the headlines and discern what's happening in the news and news cycle, especially today in Ukraine, um, follow the money. You know, we have to really follow the money and see where the money has flowed and what is really uh, going on in this region. If, you know, obviously our fundamentals say if there's a geopolitical concern, then precious metals should do this. And we're seeing the reaction. We're seeing reaction um, with, with further financial sanctions uh, um, put upon Russia Sanctions seem to be like the key word of the couple, you know, last few weeks. So um, it's definitely impacted the metals markets, the, the sentiments down in the, in the stock markets. We're seeing record outflows. Um, so, you know, it's caused the definite appeal for some safe havens. And, and we'll jump into it a little bit more. But then, of course, you know, I find myself throughout the week having conversations. They get very geopolitical and, and they're very interesting because um, a lot of the, the clients that we have are very aware of what's happening. And, you know, I got, let me step back a second, because I remember, you know, going back 10 years in the gold and silver market, and the headlines would read, gold's down today because of this. Gold's up today because of this. And I, I just remember thinking, what, is there a bunch of people on the COMEX running back and forth, selling their product, buying their product based on today's one little headline that came out and i'm thinking absolutely not would not a bunch of people nobody came to sell today no mm, one no no one decided oh today is the day we're just we're all gonna dump. buy mm -hmm. right those are just paper driven sometimes it would be like a market in search of a headline right and they just tack on things so we're used to this this bouncing around in the market of 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 mainstream media trying to push an agenda this way or that way to to make sense of things but I'm noticing most people that we're having conversations with are, are quite aware of what's happening, especially in light of, um, you know, the, the convoy, uh, what happened and, and seeing banks frozen. I think that was a huge, huge wake up call. I think hopefully we'll, we'll get into that a little bit more. But sometimes it's nice to just put all that geopolitics aside and mm -hmm. say, well, wait a minute. 
why are you here? Why are people talking about precious metals? Because it's not about what's, you know, if Putin's bad or not. It's about you're getting less than 1% in your bank account. Inflation is at, they say, what, 5%, maybe 7%. It's real-world inflation is probably over 10%. So if you have $100,000 in the bank, literally, just go take $10,000 out of the bank, put it in a wheelbarrow, and burn it. That's what's happening. That's your choice. You can leave it in the bank, or you can find somewhere safe to put it where it's going to be protected against inflation. Then there's the real estate market. Okay. Do Is there a recency bias? I mean, anyone can go on to betterdwelling.com and uh, look at what's happening in the market. Look at the debt structure. Look at how many people are borrowing against their homes. Look how much is just what the debt are, are building. What does it look like? What's the, the Canadian real estate market versus the real estate market in the U.S. in 2008, mm -hmm. it's worse in Canada today than it ever was then in the States. Then you've got the stock market. It's gone up for 12 years straight. How, how much overvalued does something have to be before you say, maybe not? And I'm not saying there's not money to be made. I'm sure you could throw a dart at an energy stock and, and make money. Mm -hmm. We're not advisors, so we're not telling you to, what to do. But so the options are very limited. And then you tack on what happened with the convoy and the emergency act. And then you tack on geopolitical stuff with Ukraine and you say, okay, I, I don't, I don't know how much more of a sign I would need your thoughts. Yeah, exactly. You have, it's multifaceted. It's not just the Ukraine and Russia, Russia geopolitical political issue happening. Yes, of course, it's very important to watch what's going on in that region, a very volatile region. It is, but you know, in an instant, they can land some sort of a peace agreement, and investors need to be aware that there could there could be an announcement of peace. But the underlying issue, you nailed it, you nailed it right on the head, in in that it's a U.S. dollar issue, it's an inflationary issue, it's a monetary policy issue, and that brings me back to Goldman Sachs's report because they had a really lengthy report, and I'm still sifting through their 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 three four pager on on the gold and silvers or. The metal super cycle. How long is it taking you to sift through three, four pages? I don't have any time, Jeremy, <laughs> to, to be honest. I don't have any time. But their reasons cite, yes, it could, you know, be mindful of geopolitical issues, but the real fundamental cause of a, a higher commodity cycle is, is inflation. So what we've seen so far that over the past month, gold prices have jumped nearly 7%, um, touching a nine-month high here in Canada. Um, obviously followed by the full this uh, this Russian and Ukraine invasion and uh, keeping sa safe haven demand very strong uh, gold has found support over 1900 quite nicely that seems to be the new support silver and gold up about 10% silver's up 10% so far year-to-date gold's up about 7% year-to-date energy and commodities are the only Asset classes up right now. Dow's down year to date about seven and a half percent down. The S and P index down nine percent. The T S X is flat, and even we saw over the past over the course of the week that the Canadian dollar strengthened for one day after rate rate hikes, which was very quickly digested. They're hiking rates in bank in the Bank of Canada now. Real estate investors need to be really really watch that because they raise interest rates twenty five basis points, Jeremy, this week. Ooh. And immediately thereafter, Macklem came out and said, actually, we have more room. I think we can go another 50 basis points. 
And once you talk about 50 basis points and you have the, probably the worst debt to GDP in the G7 and you want to raise it a half a basis point, now is the time to really be cognizant of where your money is. We're not concerned about the return of my money anymore. We're more concerned than ever before the return of my money. Where is my money? The number one eight seven seven eight silver the website, guildhallwealth.com. At Guildhall, it's all about physical. If you can't hold it, you don't own it. You know, Jerry, you're kind of uh, edging onto the whole idea of the Great Reset and, of course, building back better. Building back better means you're starting from scratch, right? Mm-hmm. This idea of like a phoenix rising from the ashes. And this comes back to this concept that we've asked a question that we've asked on this show several times is, are we looking at po- monetary policy error or are we looking at intentional policy error? The, we know as people in the gold market that gold is real money and you can conjure up money out of thin air. And if I had a printing press in my backyard, you bet I'd use it. I'd probably answer, I'd probably answer any issue that I have with more money. Yeah. Let's just throw more money at it, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, family's unhappy, throw more money. Um, you <laughs> neighbors, know, neighbors unhappy. Neighbors unhappy, let's throw money at it. You know, I've got this printing press. And of course, I'd probably also go out and buy actual assets. And yeah. the closer I get to people realizing that um, the, the jig is up, I would have I'm, bought my own island. I'm going to tr- – then I'm just going to burn the whole thing down. <laughs> yeah. You know, like it, that's where – it feels like that's where they're looking to take this whole thing, which is why I can sense the panic in the market of let's get out. And what's amazing about this whole thing too, Jerry, is – and I point this out. We, like we have to kind of pinch ourselves to remember silver is at $25. <laughs> you know, we're we're not even at the point where where people who who are – taking CBC literally and and that they're telling the truth 100%, those people haven't gotten into the market yet. No. They're still like, oh, if I hold on to my stocks, there's a bit of a dip and it'll come back up. It's a good buying opportunity. It's a good buying opportunity. And my advisor says just stay in for the long term. Um, you know, we haven't even heard from those people yet. I mean, the price has to go way, way higher in that, in that sense mm-hmm. um, before we get to that. Um, Here's a quick question before we go to break. Is gold expensive at 19 plus $100? Gold is not expensive at this at this paper price. We know the physical premiums have started to go up in gold and silver, and the premiums are indicating that there is huge demand and there is lack of supply. And when we factor in this fundamental of supply and demand, prices usually go only one way. And there, there are more forces for precious metal prices to move higher then a peace agreement in Ukraine. I don't know of any other uh, any other fundamental reasons for gold and silver to back off. I mean, you may have to ask UBS, who cites that gold by the end of the year will be down. They're the, probably the only one. I mean, Goldman Sachs say, sees gold heading into twenty seven hundred region region uh, uh, the region, and uh, you know so we have some other stock analysts and charting analysts who are citing seventy six hundred dollar gold. Um, the reasons are paramount for gold moving higher. I don't see any downside potential. I see gold heading a lot higher, and there are many, many reasons to back that up. There are many, many reasons. We're going to talk about more reasons as to why gold is actually not expensive at 1900 and whatever, 50, 1960 an ounce. It's relative. So we have to understand what is it relative to. So we're going to discuss that in the next segment. The number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. If you'd like to have 
physical precious metals in your portfolio, your possession, give us a call. Go to the website. You can even hold physical gold and silver in a registered account, which is held in a Brinks vault, which means you have physical product, no counterparty risk. You're holding the product outside the banking system, but within your registered account. What a great, great idea. Call us. We're happy to discuss that with you. This is The Real Money Show on AM640. We'll be right back. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website, guildhallwealth.com. Jerry, let's return to some geopolitics. And um, man, there were some good memes this week on, on Instagram and Telegram that I wanted to just share with the audience. The first was um, a CBS headline, and they put Dr. Evil underneath. <laughs> and this is the headline. The U.S. economy has been hit with increased gas prices, inflation and supply chain issues due to the Ukraine crisis and due to the Ukraine crisis and Dr. Evil uh, quotations. The, the quotation fingers. I mean, this is, this is incredible. It has nothing to do with the money that they printed. And the answer to inflation and people not having enough money is let's just print more of it. Mm. I mean, where does, this, where does this end? I don't know. I mean, such a, such a blatant, obvious, you know, so it's a cause and a solution, this Ukraine crisis. It's not only the cause of inflation and supply chain issues, but it's the solution that we need because we need to deflect from our own problems here with our monetary policy failures, with our, with our fiscal policy failures. It deflects it away from us, and let's just blame the Ukraine crisis. And, and how does anyone in their right mind not understand that, in, like, that thinks inflation is is some sort of magic thing that just appears that we can blame somewhere else in the world without looking at how much money is being printed, right? I mean, anyone who's watched The Wizard of Oz knows at some point mm -hmm. you're going to pull the curtain back and realize right. <laughs> that the loud voice is just a little guy. <laughs> That's right. Right? Just speaking loud, carrying a, you know, not even a big stick. So that's, that's, this, that's just ridiculous. Here's another, here's another interesting one. Um, this one has a uh, has a uh, Joey from Friends, and at the on the top it says Russians can no longer use Apple Pay, Google Pay, or use their bank cards to pay for Netflix or Spotify. And then underneath, it's Joey again staring intensely into the distance, <laughs> saying, "Realizing the fragility of a cashless society and cor and the corrupt elites that can turn it off and on when they want to control you." That's another good one. That's, that's another, good, especially huge. last week when we showed you the um, public service announcement from the banking association that they want digital ID. And now the government, the liberal government, is really pushing to get everything digital. You need help getting your business into in digitized, mm -hmm. right? Safety. Yeah. And when I see all those things, I just I just hear Jerry's voice in my head saying. Undigitize your wealth. <laughs> Undigitize your wealth. And that, that's always that's my trademark. Gonna, that's yes. your trademark. I mean, even further, I mean, FinTrack, we've seen the emergency oh, this measures. this is a good one. Yeah, this is the good Emergency one. Measures Act that came out after the convoy. If you donated $5 or $10 or 20 your account could have been frozen, uh, which has led to 
you know, unfortunately, a lot of bank runs. And for those people who don't know, this is a huge impact to the fra fractional reserve banking system that we have globally. For every dollar that, or every $10 that you put into the bank, they can loan out $9. But if everyone takes their money out of the bank, it's a big problem. And I'm pretty certain that the banks had something to, to do with this, warning Trudeau, warning FinTrack, to the point where we're seeing now just this past week that FinTrack you know, clarified their, their stance. And the deputy director of intelligence for FinTrack, the Canada's financial intel agency, Barry McCallop, says many donations to the Freedom Convoy were not funding terrorism or, or money laundering. I believe they just wanted to support the cause, said McCallop. So the FinTrack rules were expanded literally overnight, thanks to that speech from Christia Freeland. Yet there was a problem. We they revealed that people, Canadians, were not having it. They were taking their money out of the bank. Full stop, FinTrack, FinTrack as a result, had to recant, had to um, literally, literally apologize here to the Canadians who donated. So this is a well, big this failure. This this kind of sounds like they're going against what what um, is being put out in the media that they don't want their name tarnished by saying oh no no this isn't FinTrack's idea we're we're not here to pull money out of people's accounts if your government wants to do it that's a different story but we're not doing that we don't believe that of those people right mm -hmm. so I feel like they're also kind of taking a stance of just protecting their own brand if you will in that yeah. regard. To the yeah, you know what? It could be both ways. I see the other way around. I mean, they could have said it a little earlier than that, right? And not wait a, a week and a half until the bleeding started to happen at the with the bank runs and the total distrust now of the banking system. And this is not to do with you know any Canadian. This is, has to do with the policymakers, and you know people will just react. It's it's money. You know, follow it. It will go where it's most free. And, and you know, as soon as you just try to corner people and corner money, it's going to find another way out. As we saw that in Greece in, in early in 2000s when they were told that they could only take 50 euros out. Right. And then lo and behold, there was a solution with Bitcoin. Bitcoin came out of nowhere. And then the, the financial oligarchs with their yachts were able to get their money out of Greece. Well, the peasants were able to only take 50 euros out. So another, another head scratcher. Wow, that is a head scratcher. But, the, you know, speaking of this kind of how safe is my money in the bank, we're having a lot of questions about how safe is the, the metal in the vault. So I think we should big talk about that. Yeah. That is a big question. So, you know, first, there is a difference um, in the sense that when we put money into a bank, we are a, a, a creditor of the bank or a debt. Yeah, creditor. Unsecured of the bank. creditor. So, so there is a counterparty risk there, which is why they give you an interest, right? Mm -hmm. Yield. Um, and uh, so that's that's one thing to keep in mind that there's a counterparty in that in that sense, and it's also a keystroke. And I also personally think that, you know, we don't know the, the full extent of the relationship between uh, the financial system in that regard and and certain players in the financial system and certain players in government. Right. Because we don't want to we don't want to uh, use one broad brush on the on every on everybody and everything. Right. But when you're holding physical metal in a vault, it's a lot different, a lot different. Number one, it's actual physically allocated in a vault in a sub account in your name, and there's no counterparty risk. There's no paper attached to that, except you know the, the inventory report showing what you're holding. But it can't be frozen or whatnot with a keystroke, mm -hmm. right? You can take delivery of it, 
right? You can you can say, okay, fine, I'll take delivery of it, that kind of thing. Um, what would it take for a government to seize physical gold in that regard? And we're not talking about confiscation in the 30s, where they gave you cash for your gold, right? That's basically what the confiscation was in, in the 30s, except that they revaluated it, and that's really where the confiscation mm -hmm, happened. Mm -hmm. um, but they were willing to give you cash. People were a lot more trustworthy back then. They believed their government. Gold was backing the dollar, so it was all as good as gold. Um, so it was a much different situation in that regard. And also, it didn't happen anywhere else but in the U.S. Mm -hmm. Here, again, what, what, what are, what's the expectation? The tank's going to roll up in, in the street and demand that Brinks open their vault and take a specific client's product? Mm. I mean, there's, there's legal rules to that, right? Oh, okay, who is the client? Well, you're going to have to go speak to this person and that person. What's the charge, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, and now you've got you've got like Brinks lawyers. I'm I'm spitballing here, but then you got Brinks lawyers saying, "Okay, well I have to protect our brand, I have to protect our company, and I have to protect the clients who've chosen to use us." Mm -hmm. Right? So it's not the same. I yeah. really feel it's not the same. Do you, what what are your thoughts on that and anything to add, of course. You know, the thought of confiscation does come up a lot and seizure of assets does come up a lot, especially, you know, with many of our clients who are, who are come visiting us and sitting down and you know, spending an hour with us, stressing their concerns. Um, and confiscation and seizure of assets is a huge one. And one that I had to reconcile, you know, my own thoughts, because I have my product at the vault myself. Um, if I didn't trust it, my product wouldn't be there. My family's product would not be there. So the question would be, why would they want to do that, number one, and, and, and seize assets from Canadians? And would they even get enough of what they needed from Canadians? The fact of the matter is that Canadians literally own less than a fraction of 1% of physical precious metals. We're so under underweight. And to go after, with tanks, this scenario of tanks and military and knocking on people's doors or vaults is such a futile move. The amount of energy, time, a waste of time, and loss of public and maybe international support, that would look horrendous. Whereas... Canada, for example, one of the wealthiest nations with natural resources hidden in the ground. They can easily parcel off a piece of land in the Northwest Territories and sell it to the highest bidder in China, in Singapore, in Taiwan. We've done this in the last yeah. few years. We've parceled land off and sold mine land. And that's the way to do it. You would nationalize a mine very easily. You can finish that off in a matter of a week, like a real estate transaction. And you don't have to go and pillage for a few ounces of gold from from John Doe. Yeah, that's a really great point because, as well, you know, even if even if they during the Emergency Act accounts were seized or or frozen, it wasn't necessarily confiscated. That's number one. Number two, it is a lot easier to go after the key, go after the keystroke of the cash, like we saw in uh, Cyprus. Right with the bail-ins, and we know there is a bail-in clause. Mm -hmm. And just to kind of understand the ratio of those holding cash in the bank versus those holding physical gold, and that hasn't changed in, in a period of a couple weeks, right? So, yeah, if you just think about there's such a limited quantity of people actually physically holding gold versus those that are holding cash. Um, and then also look at the fact that Trudeau sold off Canada's gold. So they don't seem to care about gold in that, in that regard anyway. 
And we're, we're just talking about gold. I mean, what about silver? Our, our clients are probably, they follow the silver to gold ratio a lot. They usually ask, well, what's a better buy? Should I buy silver or gold? And we look at the ratio, which is a screaming buy for silver. Many clients are holding a lot of ounces of silver, 100 ounce bars, approximately seven pounds. Multiply that by, you go to a thousand ounces, you go into 10,000 ounces of silver. Let's go seize that. Let's go back up the truck and, and bring the, the many, many tanks that you'll need to seize the silver that are in the vault. So, again, uh, it's not going to happen. In, uh, and further, you want to have uh, a representative, a broker like Jeremy and myself with our, with our hands on the pulse. We literally are watching geopolitical issues nationally, internationally, um, all the time. And as soon as something comes up, if we feel the need to communicate this to our clientele, our clients have our, our cell numbers, email address, we're very responsive, and we'll get in touch. If we feel the need that, hey, you may want to you know, back up the truck and bring it out of the vault, we'll tell you. But at this moment in time, I don't see the need. Jerry, I want to return to some of the geopolitics and, and what we're kind of being, what for me personally, I'm really not liking the fact that we have these narratives being rammed down our throats this past week with the Ukraine. It's like, it was enough that COVID was doing it. Now it's, it's just this constant barrage and watching, watching uh, all these world leaders support Ukraine. No one wanted to step up and say anything about what was going on in Canada. Mm -hmm. Not one, right? Not one came up. Very good point. Right. There's only been one and it happened this, this past weekend. Right. And they're no longer the president. <laughs> of the United States. And that's the only person that I've seen who has denounced what happened in right. Canada. CPAC, the rest right. don't seem to care. But yet everyone turns around and says, oh, but but we, we love this uh, Ukraine thing. We're all so Ukrainian. Before we go to break, I want to quickly just demonstrate uh, this shoving of things down the throat. But like, um, you know what? We'll wait till the next segment. Let's we'll do, do a couple more memes in the next segment. Let's do that. A little more geopolitics. <laughs> and then we'll get into the, the physical gold and silver market. What's happening right now. There's also the comics, Jerry. What's happening on the comics. This is this is huge. What's happening uh, in the physical real world of the comics versus paper. So let's talk about that. The number one eight seven seven eight silver the website guildhallwealth.com. Remember, if you can't hold it, you don't own it. With Guildhall, it's all physical, physical, physical. Get some physical in your portfolio. Protect yourself. Protect your family. Now is the time to do it. We'll be uh, going to break. We'll be right back. It's The Real Money Show on AM640. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver on the website guildhallwealth.com. Jerry, I got to throw out a couple more of these memes because it's just so telling of what we're experiencing today. And I love the fact that the people who are acquiring physical gold and silver are like us. They're just shaking their heads at what they're seeing constantly. And they're just, they're sitting there. They, they first of all, I think it's maybe a f breath of fresh air sometimes it when is. they talk to us and they go, yeah, exactly. There's just a lot of like, yeah, exactly is going on. But um, listen to this one. This is a CNN headline, okay? From February 23rd, 2022 on CNN Ukraine, at CNN UKR. We're sad to announce the first American casualty of the Ukraine, cri Ukraine crisis has taken place. Thoughts and prayers are with the family of activist Bernie Gores, who passed away this morning after a mine planted by Russian-backed separatists exploded. So sad. 
On August 16th, 2021, this came through on CNN Afghanistan, at CNN Afghanistan, breaking. CNN journalist Bernie Gores <laughs> executed in Kabul by Taliban soldiers. We were, we were working with the U.S. officials to get several more journalists out of Afghanistan at this time. Our thoughts and prayers are with the Bernie's family. <laughs> it's this, oh. And it's the picture is the exact same guy on the same porch, <laughs> same glasses, same beard. What, like, what's going on? And then this is another one. Uh, this is, the title is Journalism at Its Best. From the left, it's basically um, there's like a bomb that didn't explode on the ground. And it says on the left, there's one picture, a Russian bomb in, bomb in Ukraine. Same photo, different title, Ukrainian bomb in Russia. And then next to it is an Israeli bomb in Gaza. Mm -hmm. Same picture, three times, three different articles. <laughs> it's phenomenal how, how, um, how many times they use the same images over and over again. I challenge anyone to, to Google that, and you'll see the same picture. So again, discernment, ladies Jerry, and gentlemen. I saw one. I don't know if you saw it. There was one that they posted in, in, in an Israel um, newspaper or a video online. And it was literally from a Star Wars video game. You could see the stormtroopers up close. Oh, my <laughs> if you, And there was another one where the guy's holding a gun, right? And, and the um, – what's it called? Uh, the, the, the cartridge? Boat. The cartridge falls out. Oh, yeah. I saw or the fake cartridge. The fake AKs. <laughs> this is – you're just like, what am How? I – I don't understand. What, like, what is this exactly? I don't know. And then, and then, it's madness. And then there's celebrities now that want to donate money. And I'm like, where, where is that money going to? Is it going to Sean Penn? Mm -hmm. Is it going exactly. to his fund? Like, who is funding it? We know. Here's what we do know, right? And you're going to find out soon enough that Ukraine is the epicenter of corruption. When you've got how many, how many senators and former, former secretaries of state's sons are on the energy board? or on the board of energy firms in Ukraine, you got to start asking some questions. Mm -hmm. So um, there's some stuff happening. This is here. Let's, let's move past that. Right? Yeah. Here's let's a good it. one. Um, liberals have yet to account for 600 billion in Canadians taxpayers cash. <laughs> Six, okay. 600. They can't account for 600 billion, but Freeland can find out if you donated 20 bucks. Yes. To a trucker convoy. Let's expand the FinTrack powers for Can't that one. find 600 billion. Can find 20 bucks. Yes. And your crypto. So why do we want to be out of the banking system right now? Why do we want to have some physical precious metals in our portfolio? I don't know. Uh, you know, look, we all need the banking system. No problem with the banking system. You know, you got to pay your bills. You need, you, you need your Canadian fiat currency. I get it. But... Even if we take away the geopolitical stuff, it comes back to how much is inflation? How much cash are you burning? Because you can't, it's, you're not earning it in the bank anymore. The stock market is coming down a little bit right now. I don't know if that's going to continue, but it's been rising very strong for 12 years plus. Mm -hmm. How high does it have to go before you say, you know what, that's a little overvalued? I mean, even in the gold and silver market, Jerry, if, you, if something's overbought, we stop buying, right? Exactly. You have to understand when... Uh, when to kind of hold up the reins and, and look and pivot to another to something else that's undervalued. And this is again going back to the silver to gold ratio to figure out how we're going to cycle our buying and selling. And historically, 
Silver and silver to gold ratio should be approximately maybe 30 to 1. Some argue 25 to 1. Some argue 15 to 1. But right now it's 75 to 1. It is definitely a screaming silver buy at 75 to 1. Um, but yeah, we, we're just looking for a little bit of balance in an unbalanced world and truth where we cannot find any. So what we do know with truth is that when you have it in your hands, when you know that you own something, that's truth. You don't finance it. This is not financed gold. We don't believe in financing gold and silver. You need to own it, have the ownership. That's very important. You need to have serial numbers titled to you, the owner, not to Guildhall, not to Quest Trade, not to the vault. You have to retain that. And if you can't hold it, you do not own it. If you can't visit it, if you can't see it, see it, you do not own it. So just be mindful of the outflows with the comics, especially when I touch upon that. But be mindful of the supply and demand. Premiums are going up. Get in touch with us regarding any orders about gold maples. Very hard to come by. Silver maples, again, the volatility in the, in the premiums, Jeremy, is just wild. We're going to get into premiums in the next segment because that is that is the key. That's everything you need to know about this market is all there in the premiums. It's going to show you everything you need to know. We're going to expand on that in the next segment. But, yeah, inventories have been crazy. The other day, literally yesterday, we were recording on Friday. Yesterday morning, we were out of everything. And then uh, Paul just somehow shows up, up and managed to have maples, 10-ounce bars, kilo bars, 100-ounce bars, extra gold, and we were, like, back in business. Yeah. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was like the cavalry arrived. But, um, you know, inventory seems to be coming. Like, we're, we've ordered enough. We're always replacing whatever we're selling. So there's there seems to be more product coming in. I don't, I don't necessarily feel like we're about to run out, but it's more about the premiums rising. So let's get into that topic in the next segment. The number 18778silver, the website guildhallwealth.com. Remember, if you can't hold it, you don't own it. And the golden rule of negotiation, he who has the gold makes the rules. This is The Real Money Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. We'll be right back. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. If you've never purchased physical precious metals before, you're probably wondering why there is a price on the screen and why do you have to pay so much more to, to get the actual product? What is that big difference? And that spread, that premium, is because the refiner has to go out and source the material. They have to refine it to 99.9% .9 purity, fashion it into a bar, ship it to a wholesaler. The wholesaler has to store it, insure it, get it onto a truck and ship it out to a retailer. And so all the way along, it's the same thing as how do I get this wood into a desk? How do I turn this cotton into a t-shirt? How do I turn this chocolate and sugar into the most beautiful cupcake you've ever eaten in your mm. life? These are the costs of doing business. Um, now, of course, premiums are on the rise. If you bought a hundred ounce bar of silver three years ago, you would pay, you were paying what a dollar 20 over spot. Um, Today, it's, it's almost $4 over spot. And the reason is because there, there is a limited amount of product that can come into the market every, every week, every month, every year. Um, it's fixed. 
You can only add to the gold supply at most 2% a year. I think it's around 1.75 at this point. And so it's a fixed amount. And if there's a strong demand and the paper price is not reflecting the true value, then we have no choice. The, the, the industry has no choice. Raise those premiums because there's not enough physical product. Now, if the price were to double, then that means the consumer can buy half as much, which in effect doubles the inventory that Guildhall has. It doubles the inventory out there. We didn't add any more to the stockpile, but you can buy half as much. That doubles our side. Mm -hmm. What if the price quadruples? Well, then we quadruple our, our supply because you can buy a quarter of what you thought you could have purchased. And that's where we're at. The paper price is not reflecting true value. The price discovery mechanism is broken. Broken. We can probably spend a whole show itself on why that is broken. And maybe we should next, mm -hmm. at least do, do a segment next, next week on that. Why the, the paper price is broken. But that can change in an instant, can't it, Jerry? We're seeing it. I think we're seeing we're in the midst of um, when we talk about the supply, uh, we're seeing the demand putting the pressure on the supply. What, another thing putting pressure on the supply is PPI, the Purchasing uh, Producers Index, uh, the, the inflation that is impacting the producers, the miners. The costs have risen dramatically. They're slowing down production. The product is not coming out of the ground fast enough to quell the demand. This is the silver squeeze that we discuss, and the squeeze is on. I mean, you talked about a, a broken... Uh, paper market, a broken price mechanism, pricing mechanism. It's breaking as we speak. For every 100-ounce bar that you acquire and you take out of the banking system and you have ETFs being redeemed, people pulling the physical out and people redeeming paper certificates for what they are and getting into the, 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 the silver market. Right now, we have, according to the Silver Institute, about 30% of silver going into investors now. It's replaced the Foltevakes and electronics. It's the you and I getting into the market. We're doing something about it. We're doing something with every ounce taking out. We're bringing truth. We're bringing ourselves closer to the truth and revealing the true price of silver. Yeah, I think that the, the physical price will take over whether or not the paper price does. And I think that is a bit of a paradigm shift for people to understand that this is a, the real world price is there. It's not that someone's trying to, to rip anybody off. It's that if, if I want the real physical product in my hand and there's a limited availability, here's the real world cost. I have to start ignoring the paper price and it's more about can I get it in my hand. And then, of course, we remember silver is trading at half of its all-time high in 1980 mm -hmm. when there was 8 billion ounces of silver above ground. Today, there's maybe 2 billion ounces above ground and we have a deficit. 500 million ounces gets produced. We use all of it, whether it's going into investment or um, solar power, wind power, batteries, water purification, whatever, uh, clothing, transition lenses, mirrors, it, all of it. It, it, gets, it all gets used. And so the price – and even compare that price to, to gold. I mean gold's trading at $1,900 an ounce. Mm -hmm. Platinum's at, I think, $1,300 an ounce. Silver's at – Twenty-five, fifty. I mean, who cares if it's at fifty? Who cares if it's at seventy? Uh, in terms of where this thing is going, so that we have to keep that in mind as well. So it's about acquiring it now, not worrying about that there's a premium involved, because we have to understand that the premium is based on a paper market 
that's broken. And on mm. the paper market, Jerry, the comics, I mean, we know that the physical product has been taken off the comics in a massive way over the course of the past year. And in the last week and a half, two weeks, even more products being taken off the comics. And you can't run a paper scheme if you don't have any physical product. Is that correct? Absolutely correct. The emperor has no clothes. The comics is being emptied out. And it's a matter of time before the shill is up. And we had Chris Vermeulen. He's the chief market strategist of the technicaltraders.com. Just going back to the price, because I mentioned $7,400, $7,600 gold. He says that gold remains in a secular bull market with a long-term technical bull cycle that mirrors the beginning of 2008. So this mirrors, he echoes the sentiment of Goldman Sachs, who says we're entering into, we have entered into a decades-long bull cycle. So a lot of topside potential from here. You have not missed the boat, ladies and gentlemen. But here's where it gets interesting, Vermeulen says. That gold is set to hit $2,700 an ounce in about a year and up to $7,400 in five years as the perfect storm brews for the traditional safe haven. He writes, I think we're coming into a pretty major super cycle in precious metals. I think we started back in 2019, and I think he's absolutely right. So 2022 we're in, gold's up about 10%, recovering what we had lost last year. Yep. So we're back to square one and sky's the limit. We have to watch what we're doing with our loonies. The loonies weakening. I know they're going to be probably raising another 50 basis points coming up in the next Bank of Canada meeting. Heads up for March 16th, Fed meeting. They're going to be raising rates. What's being priced in is 50 basis points. Jerry, very quick. We've got about uh, 30 seconds, 45 seconds. How would you also see a natural fancy colored diamond as part of a portfolio of hard assets and de-digitizing your wealth? Well, pink diamonds, as many of our clients know, we have yet to source a pink diamond for a long time. So they're very, very rare. And this is an asset class that is negatively correlated to the U.S. dollar, the stock market, global financial shocks, and it's a private investment. You want the bureaucracy and the bureaucrats off of your money. Hand this off to your parents. I have a client from Hungary who was able to get his family repositioned in Canada with diamonds sewed in his cufflinks. So if you can share a story about how stock markets have saved your life, please share with me. I'm open to it. Hard assets right now in an inflationary storm. You have to get involved. Contact Guildhall Wealth today. The inflationary storm has arrived. Great. The number, one eight seven seven eight silver and the website, guildhallwealth.com. Uh, thank you so much, Jerry. That was uh, so much fun. Um, that that does it for another show, another edition of The Real Money Show. And it was, uh, I felt like it went by really fast. But, back to uh, work. Back to work. We got we to gotta get back to it, guys. So thank you so much. We'll, we'll speak to you again next week here on The Real Money Show on AM640. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.